Hello, welcome to another episode of the Legacy Investing Podcast. I'm Nate, and I'm joined as I always am every Tuesday by my good friend Josh. How you going, mate? I'm very well, mate. And how are you? Yeah, I'm doing okay. We'll we'll battle through today. I'm feeling a bit um bit average, a bit sniffly, and a bit yeah, bit, uh, bit dry. So if I have a coughing fit, you'll uh, you'll take over. Sure. So no no third round of the uh, vid. Uh, no, definitely not. No, no. This is a just just a, a solid um, bit of hay fever, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all over it, all over it. Yeah. Hey, um, so yeah, we were recording on the 14th of June and um, we've, we've, we've got some um, serious carnage going on in the share market at the moment on the ASX uh, Australia and um, obviously overnight in America, um, we, we've got some serious carnage and we'll sort of do a bit of a round around the grounds of that. But this kind of all started last Friday in the US uh, on the back of, um, I guess worse than expected inflation numbers. It was um, higher than um, anticipated, and the share market didn't like that too much, and um, created it. Actually, it actually went down uh, in the previous session. It was was holding up okay, and then it just dropped off the face of the earth. So, someone obviously um, maybe released the inflation numbers early, secretly somewhere. But um, <laughs> and then across the weekend, we had a huge crypto crash. Um, uh, I got, Again, uh, over the weekend. Um, again, again, again. So again, so again. Lovers. <laughs> and then, yeah. So then, um, obviously, Australia here. Uh, yesterday, we had the public holiday, and and so the ASX wasn't open. So we've got this big double whammy going on today of you know, lots of bad news, and then this is the first day of um, the ASX being opening, and it's down. What's it down now, mate? Let's just check this. It's down. Almost four point one. Four point one percent. Four point one. So it's come back a little bit. Yeah, it's probably changed. Probably changed from like ten minutes ago. I wrote it down. So yeah, four point four point three percent is the um, ASX two hundred. So that that is a huge drop. I don't know if I've seen that even in COVID levels. I can't remember what the biggest drop was in COVID. I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm expecting that to be the biggest drop in history, probably. Like, history. You're calling know. it. I don't know. Wait, we're going to call it research. I, I should, but like you know, I I don't. So. <laughs> Uh, you talked me into doing a episode today on uh, on some news on around the grounds news. So let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that that was a quick quick um, sort of rundown of the last three days, and yeah, it's looking like the ASX is going to have a pretty miserable um, day. It's not. It really just dropped at the open, and it hasn't really changed too much from that four and a half percent. So um, yeah. not a lot of good news. Um, I guess a lot of inflation concerns are really starting to heat up now. Um, People were hoping, I think, that the inflation um, theme was um, easing off, but it doesn't look like it is. We've got, um, obviously, the Ukraine war is, it doesn't seem like it's going to end anytime soon. Uh, we've got major supply shortages, which doesn't seem like it's going to end soon. It looks like it looks like China um, is having a bit of a flare-up of COVID and, and looking like more lockdowns are on, on the cards in not only in Shanghai but um, Beijing too, which is which is definitely not good for supply chains and yeah. and it's really just all um, perfect storm, mate. Perfect storm, it's it's a bloodbath. It is, and uh, I think I think all these things. You now we've talked about it a number of times. I I just I'm happy to call it. We're in for a market crash. We really are. Big, <laughs> and big crash. I'm not going to say we're already in for it because we've already been dealing with it. So um, you know. I think I think it's I think it's fairly here. Yeah, well, I mean, the first six months of this year, um, year to date, is the worst decline we've had to start the year since 1940. There you go. So there you go. And uh, on that on that bit of 
juicy information. I reckon, uh, as we talked about before, we'll go through a couple of, you know, different companies, so a couple of uh, indexes, uh, indexes, a couple of markets, and um, and talk about their daily drops and their year-to-date drops. And, yep. and um, it's not what you usually see, you know, especially in the last 10 years of uh, stock market news or stock market, I guess, performance. This is very contrary to what everyone believed could ever happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's rel- been relatively bullish since um, the GFC with with occasional, um, had a bit of a, a you know, mining crash in 2015 or 16, I think. And then obviously 2018, there was the yeah. the Greek uh, crisis. And so, but the, all those, um, and obviously COVID, everything's bounced back pretty quickly. So, um, you know, this is, yeah, like you said, six months of declines here. Um, yeah. Probably the first time since GFC we've had um, a really, really... Um, bearish trend developing i think yeah and i like i also think it's important i listened to a really good podcast uh, one of the property couch podcasts a couple of weeks ago it might have been one of the later ones um and they had uh, uh what's his name scott uh motley fool dude scott uh, uh scott um yeah <laughs> i've forgotten his name yeah, yeah sorry anyway um he was sorry, on scott, and, uh, scott phillips scott phillips yeah and yeah. um sorry scott um, yeah <laughs> Thanks for listening, Scott. We appreciate it. Um, no, he uh, he he nailed it on the head. Like, and he's very much like a dollar cost average. He talks about yeah. that a lot, just like Warren Buffett talks about it. You know, if you're not if you're not putting in the um, if you're not willing to put in the time and effort that it takes to really understand a company, um, then buy the index um, and back back your country essentially. And even he said, like, when all this is happening, he's the same. You know, um, practice what I preach. It just means I get to buy more shares when it's lower yeah. and. Even right now, you know, some of these indexes, you know, <laughs> are off quite a bit. Um, you're just getting more shares for your money. And um, every every cr- uh, peak and crash has been followed by a higher peak. So um, it may take one year, it may take 10 years, it may take 18 years as it has in the past. But, um, you know, we invest for long-term gains, so... I will say this, mate, um, and, and this is definitely not financial advice, but I have a, a, a bit of a comical um, messenger chat group. We, we talk shares all day long and um, with a, bit of work in, yeah, a bit of work in between. And um, <laughs> and one of the guys said today, oh, is it, you know, we, you know what's, what's on bargain? What are we buying today? And I'm like, well, there's plenty on bargain, but it's whether you think it's, um, you know, going to bounce back from here or is it going to go, you know, what's what's the positive news that's going to turn this around and, and i will say there's there's not a lot of positive news like i think inflation um is here to stay for a little bit and um so i will say that you know it's a great obviously on sale day here um in the markets here in australia and, and across the us the, the night before but you certainly wouldn't want to be putting all your all your cash in at this point it, it just seems a little bit too um yeah, far too volatile. I don't see us. Um, I don't see this being the bottom. My own opinion, but um, mm. yeah, you certainly wouldn't want to be putting your own cash. And you just mentioned it, dollar cost averaging. If you get, if you are, or if you do feel like this is getting close to um, some good prices here, but we've got our watch list. And you're going to go through a few little um, companies here now, year to date, and and sort of the falls overnight. Just just because I think it's a bit historical in terms of the, the period of time and just the you know, the, um, the huge drop. So, mate, take us away. Yeah, well, I guess we'll, uh, we've got a few more American companies than we do Australian. So we'll start with, uh, we'll start with Bitcoin. How's about that? <laughs> because we know how much we love Bitcoin, right? Um, 
it's actually, <laughs> if you look at the last 24 hours, it's performed better than any other company that we've put on this list. But don't look at the last three days. So, um, Bitcoin, yeah, the last, yeah, yeah, last 24 hours for Bitcoin at 3 p.m. ish, um, 0.66%, so nothing. But it is also down at like 21,000 US dollars. So it's yeah. dropped heavily. Um, it did 20% on the weekend on the day, yeah. the day before, I believe. Yep. Yes, yeah, ridiculous. But you look at year to date and it's down 53%. So, um, you know, six that, I, I thought it was more than that. That's surprising. Well, yeah, because remember, it did get up to 60K US. Uh, back in um, the, November, December, it really dropped from, yeah, 69. Yeah. Down so to if, you about change, if you change that year to date to maybe eight months, it's going to be heftier, a lot heftier. It's like almost 80%. Yep. Yeah. But um, let's have a look at a few Australian companies, ones that we've talked about in the past, just a few. Um, Fortescue Metals, I'm a fan. Um, 8.9% when I down 8.9% when I looked at it today, um, which was less than 15 minutes ago. Um, however, hey. probably you know better than most of them, it's only down 1.6% over the um, year to date. Okay. Um, and that, that is because, as we know, late last year, um, they yeah, were that spike. Yeah, they were at $14 a share. So they're mm. currently sitting at around uh, $19 a share, $20 a share. But yeah, they've come off nearly 10% today. Yeah. It's really gone sideways since January, since the the um, hydrogen yeah. Yeah, update. Yeah, yeah, they had a really big bull run um, over about a period of a month, which was really nice to see. Um, Coden, one we've talked about quite a bit. Oh, um, oh Coden. Yeah, they're uh, down four point six percent today, and thirty percent um, year to date. So that's uh, you know. I wouldn't call them a tech stock, but they kind of follow what happens with the tech stocks a little bit, don't they? Um, yeah, well, we've talked plenty about Coden, but um, they 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 have been hammered. Yeah, even if we go even further than year to date, that they were they're at twenty bucks and they're at six seventy at the moment. So they they've been um yeah absolutely hammered. Um, yeah, 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 and um yeah, I love talking about Coden because that's one I was looking at. I remember when I was in the north, living in the Northern Territory, and I was really getting into this stuff and. And I looked at Coden and I'm like, oh, it was $2 like a couple of months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, now it's like $5. I probably shouldn't buy it. It's already had its run. Then it went all up to $20. And I'm like, ah, that's a, that's a stupid emotional thing that you let yourself to fall into. But yeah, let's um, move on to A2 Milk, um, the ex darling of the uh, ASX. That's it, yeah. Um, down today, 7.5%. And year to date, twenty five percent. And then let's not even talk about from its no, peak. No, <laughs> that twenty see something dollars all the way down to four. Yeah, gee. But um, the ASX itself. Looking at the ASX two hundred uh, today, when I looked at it, it was four point one four percent, and year to date down twelve and a half percent. So that's we've actually done not too bad compared to America, and I think that's probably the commodities that have pulled it up. You know, um, yeah, you Fortescue and BHP and all the big guys, plus all the you know, lithium was was sort of crazy hot there. So, I mean, I, that surprised me 12 and a half percent. Is that all is that all that's down this year? Yeah, for sure. But what I what I will say about that is, is you know, I think usually US uh markets like US market, US indexes, and so forth. Sure, they've come off a lot more, but I'm sure that they ran a lot harder as well. So, yeah. you know, yeah. 
you get a lot more volatility, um, a lot more investors, a lot more activity happening over there. Um, and, and we've seen that through, you know, when we do our weekly calls and we're looking at options, um, the sheer amount of options volume in the US is crazy compared to the little options volume in, uh, yeah. in Australia. Unless you're trading a really big company, um, you can you struggle to actually fulfill any contracts. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that would be the few companies we look at from Australia. Um, a few more in uh, America that we've especially been paying close attention to over the last couple of weeks. Um, obviously, there's a fair few text, actually, pretty much all text. Well, yep, okay. <laughs> we, should, we should look at some other, other companies. Well, well, well. The reason we're probably, it makes up, um, you know, those four or five tech shares make up a good portion of the index at the moment. So that's why they do get talked about a lot. And they yeah. they ran the hardest post-COVID. And, um, and just on that, you're talking about um, America running really hard more so than Australia. I mean, you know, the, the NASDAQ is not even 50% of the way down from, um, so it, at COVID, it was uh, around seven and a half and peaked out at about 16 and we're at 11. So it hasn't, you're right, the American stocks ran really, really hard and, and had a far bigger jump from COVID low to post-COVID um, high. And um, but they still aren't even back to pre-COVID high levels. Mm. Yeah. It could, I mean, it could go a lot further maybe, but... Yeah, well, like we've discussed, I, yeah, you said it's your opinion, it's my opinion as well, and it's only an opinion because, you know, I'm never right. Um, but I, I, I really see this going a lot deeper. You know, I don't think this is anywhere near what we're about to see. Um, you just, it's a perfect storm, isn't it? It's like, there's so much negativity oh, yeah. happening in the economy and the, the full global economy. Um, and, you know, I just cannot see this thing bouncing back with high inflation, interest rates starting to charge, interest rates starting to really charge. Like, you know, it's not often you see massive half a percent moves. Um, America's talking about three quarters of a percent move kind of thing. Like, um, that's that's scaring people a bit, <laughs> especially people with mortgages. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's uh, that's all happening. You got the war. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's not really an ideal environment right now. And and the more this happens, even though cash is still crap. Um, cash or bonds may become more uh, interesting in the future. I don't think it's going to move that far, but I really think that the markets aren't going to really like what's happening. So, um, and like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, the uh, what is it? The um, American GDP compared to the share price. Yeah. Wilshire GDP ratio. Yeah. Still yeah. Two hundred, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's really high. But yeah, you want to have a look at a few American companies. Talk about. Let's do, mate. So hit up Netflix. Let's do Netflix first because that's um, yeah, best in breed, I guess, of the streaming. Um, in our opinion, uh, it's of the streaming companies. Um, mm. and they've all they've all been hammered. Disney's been hammered, and um, so forth. But um, what's Netflix year to date? Or what was it last night? Yeah. All right. Well, it's pretty good because year to date is nearly uh, 10 times bigger than last night. So um, yeah. 7.25% last night. That's a, that's a big drop. Um, and on top of that year to date, 71.6%. That's a, 71. Yeah. Just a little, just a little drop. Eh? Um, 
because we know that that was what six seven hundred dollars a share at one stage now it's worth about 164 so um 700 that yeah that's nuts hey um and while we're at it we may as well look at you know your, your big five um i think we got them all here anyway google last night dropped 4.29 percent and year to date it's down 26.6 so okay, 26%. Yeah. Right. Big big moves, big moves. Um Facebook, another one we've been talking quite a bit about recently. Um uh, down 6.44 last night and 51.5% year to date. It's halved. Okay. Halved. And we, you know, when whenever we do the uh the old um data roma episodes and look at what the gurus yeah. are buying, Facebook's yeah. always on the day. <laughs> been on the list, yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, with all these big drops, like who knows where it's going to be in 10 years, eh? Um, Alibaba had a massive run recently. It went from like uh, 90, yeah. in the 80s, yeah, it was down, you know, high 80s, ran up to what, 115, 120. Yeah, 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 it got pretty high there. Yeah, back but, um, clawed back a little bit. So I think it's just uh, under 100 now. Um, yeah, dropped 10% last night and uh 18% year to date so that goes to show you know the kind of negative run it's had um prior to the start of the year as well um, yeah again it's one of those stocks if we go back to um the back end of last year it's, it's far more than that 18% it was it was up around $320 a share and it's down at $98 at the moment so yeah for sure and that's this is one that's you know sure it's had some pretty big negative days but this one's been coming off the heat for like over a year now, you know, peak at over $300 a share. Um, so this is more in line with what a bearish kind of thing would be. It's a slow burner, but it's continually negative. So, um, yeah, uh, we move on. Apple. Um, Apple's pretty cheap compared to what it has been, um, you know, in the previous. Mm. But um, 3.8% last night, so not as bad as most. It's probably done better than everything else on the list here. Um, and 27.5% year-to-date. So, so, so Google and Apple have, I guess, held up reasonably well. I'll, I'm interested to hear Amazon. I'll let you go to Amazon and then I'll have a chat. Yeah, well, Amazon hasn't held up as, as well. 5.4% um, last night, but nearly 40% year-to-date. Yeah, Okay. But I think the one thing to mention with Amazon too is like their P ratio is still over fifty. Yes, it's 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 the highest P of those um, big five, I think. Yeah, I, I would I would I haven't looked at it, but um, the other ones, but I would say yeah, for sure it has to be like maybe we know Google. Facebook and Netflix are down at fifteen. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good price to earnings ratio for tech companies. Yeah. Google's at 19 and Microsoft, Microsoft also is reasonably, I'll just quickly get up Microsoft. Microsoft's 25. So it's the second highest P of those five stocks that we've just talked about. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's interesting to note. Um, it's 15. I haven't got Microsoft. For a growth share that's, yeah. So 15. have you got Microsoft in front of you? Because I haven't got them on this list. Yeah. Um, so let me just get it up again. Uh, Microsoft was down 4.2% overnight and it's come down from a high of 350 and it's sitting at, what are we at at the moment? 242. So yeah. What's that? Are you, the, are you, are you on Google? You just press a little year to date. No, I'm not on Google. Oh. 
Get rid of that, isn't it? <laughs> Microsoft down 4.24% last night and down 27.6% year to date. Okay, 27. So it's another one that's sort of sitting in that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, here's another one we've been talking about a little bit recently PayPal. Um, big drops, big drops. Um, 7% last night and 62% year to date. Yeah. Well over half. So, I mean, these, these PEs for the last probably four or five years have all been sort of upwards of 50, 30, 40, 50, and they've all just really halved recently. And it's, I mean, it's still, some of them are still expensive. You mentioned Netflix before, it's down to a 15 for a gross growth share. That's, that's um, you know, the historical average of the, um, uh, the American share market. Um, yeah, Sheila PE ratio adjusted yeah. for inflation being 15 long-term. Are still quite high, I'm pretty sure. So we'll see um, how that all fares. But even um, uh, Ray Dalio, like I remember reading a few articles. I think I've mentioned this a few times. Um, and once again, if you don't follow Ray, follow him because he's very good at what he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was he was even saying I think it was 2020 or I think it was in 2020 maybe. Um, he was like doing his like around the grounds kind of thing. But he wasn't looking at total market. He was looking at industries. Um, and he said, you know, a lot of them were given the cash rate, not too badly priced. But he did say, especially emerging tech and especially tech were in big bubbles. And uh, I think he called it a couple of months ago now that basically the tech bubble has popped. And you got you to agree with that. Like NASDAQ's down... NASDAQ's down 4.7% last night, 31% year to date for an index, 31%. So it's pretty big. 31%. Yeah. But, um, so I've got a chart up. It, it, so it's, it still actually hasn't bottomed out in terms of it's, so it's pre-COVID high. It's still not back to its pre-COVID high. So it shows you how hard it's run. Yeah. But so fifty percent. So you said it's thirty percent. Thirty percent year to date. Year to date. Mm. So um, yeah, it's um, it's come off pretty pretty hard. Hey, um, yeah. Looking at the five year. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Hey. So um, it's pre-COVID high to now. It's still up eighteen percent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's still up eleven percent. So yeah, okay. um, you know. Where does it go to? Because even when a lot of a lot of the big guys called it, even when the COVID crash happened, they even called it then and said, um, you know, that wasn't the crash. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So um, no, I I follow Phil Town pretty closely, um, and even we know Warren Buffett didn't buy during that period. He sold. He was a net seller. Yeah. Uh, sorry if you hear vibrating. That is, uh, I'm guessing a helicopter flying over. You're on base, mate. I'm, oh, like I'm, at, I'm at home. <laughs> so, sorry, everybody, about that. Um, yep, there it goes. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think we're calling it. I think we're in for, I think we're, we're in the crash, yeah? I think we are anyway. I think this has got plenty to go. Certainly have been showing all the elements of, you know, we've had some pretty significant down days. Mm. Um, followed by these little bear market rallies, they, you know, people will call them. And followed by some more bad information, it drops even further. And um, you know, I, I listened to a couple of technical investors recently, and they were talking about 
Um, these these bear market rallies have been on really low volume compared to these these drops of quite heavy heavy selling. So yeah, uh, yeah. Um, that's that's a, um reminded me of something. So um talking Ray Dalio again. Um, principles for navigating big debt crises. It's a free book you can get online. Um, highly recommend having a read of that because there are parts in that book. So you can just download it as a PDF and read it on your, your tablet or your phone or your, your laptop. Um, I haven't finished it, but going through that, he talks a lot about how economies work um, and you know how our economy at the moment just don't have the, all the levers to pull to really get this thing out, which is why like, you know, coming from a zero cash rate um, and then having this inflation, very, very kind of hard to balance stuff. Um, but he does have in the book these parts where it talks about the Great Depression and 2008 and um, the news articles. And he basically goes through like what the news articles are giving, like saying, and what's actually happening. And oh, the the roller coaster, man. Like I feel like you lose 20 years of your life what if you follow the news doing this stuff because yeah. it's like you know, days like this will happen. It's this big negative day and everything's red, red, red. And everyone's just like, oh, we're having a, you know, world war crisis, blah, 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 blah. And then tomorrow there'll be like a, a 1% or a half a percent green. And that's like, yeah. oh, everything's good again. Everything's good. Like yeah. we're, we're out of it with the market crash is finished. And then two days later, it'll be another negative thing. And they're like, oh, everything bad's happening again. It's, it's so funny because you can actually look back at what was happening while it was happening. And just the sheer, like, one day it's one day everything's roses, the next day everything's, you know, knife edge falling. Um, and that happens for like a year. And that yeah. goes on for like a year. Like, could you imagine the anxiety you would induce into yourself following that? And, um, yeah, getting back to, I guess, what we're talking about. That's why <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling anxious talking about it. Um, no, it's, it's really, it's really interesting because you, you can see what is getting said what is happening you know net red days very much net red days but as soon yeah. as there's a green day you know everyone's jumping on jumping on yeah. um essentially i don't care about that and and as you know and i'm pretty sure i've made it pretty clear with you i hate the news and i do not follow this crap at all because it is anxiety driving um so like we invest it's always the same way just We've got our lists ready and this is why we've been putting the work in here um, and yep. moving forward we're just waiting for our companies to come on sale some of them are on sale and yeah. just buying and the more yep. they go down you know have a plan i think i think that's one thing i could really really try and drive home as well is have your companies have know what you want to buy for but have a plan because at the end of the day if, if your company comes on sale and it drops some more then do you still have capital to buy more maybe set up for purchases. You know, if it drops another 10%, you buy another 25% of your purchase volume. If it drops another 10%, you know, and then if it punches up, just get in before you, before you lose your price kind of thing. Like, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, so much emotion goes into that. If you can buy under your buy price, just be happy. Yeah. Because you've, you've got into your company. If it goes and down 30 more percent, then you know what? you've done your research, you're comfortable that it's going to grow. Yeah. And you know, I mean, you know, you buy a price because you've done, you understood the company, you've done your research prior. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's good to, um, again, not advice, but I think nibble away. Like you just said, you, you certainly wouldn't load up 
um, straight away. Um, you've got no room to wiggle then. But um, certainly, certainly, um, thanks for that, mate. Thanks for all that info. Um, certainly interesting to think ahead. I think we've got the Fed in America coming out um, and they will announce what, what the next interest rate rise is. And I think it's now post sort of the last few days, I think it's now assumed it might be a 0.75 increase. Mm. Uh, I think originally it was thought to be 0.5. And the, really, the, probably the only way this turns around here is if the Fed starts to get a bit dovish um, and, and sort of um, starts to change their tune a little bit. Hey, we, might, we might call it a day there, hey? Um, I think so. That sounds good. I think we covered a lot of good information and you need to get home and get to bed. Yeah, I'm going to look my worst. Well, yeah, thanks everyone for listening to another episode of the Legacy Investing Podcast. We'll be back again next week. Thanks, mate. Have a good one. Bye. All information on the Legacy Investing Podcast is the opinions of the hosts and is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional, financial, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of the Legacy Investing Podcast and any contributors to the podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should consult